On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. So if this sounds horrible, if I screw up, or anything like that, I'm blaming it all on Matt in the studios because it's different. It's the first time I've been in here, so I'm blaming it on everybody else. I'm going to start the episode out with going ahead and blaming everybody if I am not on point today. Now, that's leadership, you guys. <laughs> if you came to this show for leadership and for inspiration... You got it now, baby. You got it from that. Just go into your yeah. workplace and blame it on everybody. That's how it works the best every time. <laughs> I've, I've heard, I've heard that's a really effective method of, of <laughs> Yeah, leadership. We got Matt, Matt and Jenny hey, and myself and Zach's, Zach's playing hooky today. He is. You know, Zach's side hustle has become, become such a hustle hustle that it's really um, transforming his workflow which means that he had to miss today, but he's going to be back next week. And he still owes me a wedding picture, by the way. Um, I asked for a professional picture to put up on the Instagram page so everybody can celebrate along with them. I think, so I don't think stay tuned for that. I don't think they've gotten them back yet. I, I, I know he was Well, like I want the first through, one when he does. I know he was looking through them, and I got to see a preview of myself looking very dapper with a, <laughs> with a cigar at the, at the wedding. But um, I don't think he's gotten the full report yet. How arrogant, Matt. I got to see a picture of myself. I did. I did. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I, didn't I didn't ask for it. I didn't ask for the least arrogant exactly. person ever. Yeah, yeah so it's <sighs> funny because being it's. I, I, see, I like the look of the new stereos. I think it's cool, but I will tell you, it's always different with the change. You know, what 150 something episodes basically kind of really done in one spot, kind of one style. And this one, the microphones are different and everything. So it's like, whoa, we got to adjust. I know, but the, isn't that the whole deal, right? The people who can adapt to change are the people who end up making it. In my humble opinion. Just blame it on everybody else. You guys, we are coming off a crazy Super Bowl week. Yep. What a game. That was. I did not watch a lot of it, but I know it was a what a game kind of game. It was a good game. <laughs> it was. So for our first article today, I'm going to be slinging the headlines since Zach is slinging off. Slinging the headlines. Listen to you. This one comes from businessinsider.com. And a crazy fact here, Super Bowl MVP Patrick Mahomes made $1 billion for Disney with five words, according to experts. So, of course, Patrick Mahomes said, I'm going to Disney World after he won the Super Bowl and MVP title on Sunday. Experts say the shout-out is worth at least $5 million in publicity for Disney. Just that little shout-out that they did not pay for. Crazy. Um, they say it could generate <laughs> more than $1 billion in extra sales. So it's a naturally branded moment. He's not paid for it that we know of, um, but just reinforces the brand. So now there's all this talk about... Um, you know, him, like, he he has so much power in and of himself. He didn't even mean to say that. He was actually referencing 
um, something that he had posted about, I think, a really long time ago, which is sort of what we were thinking well, about with a second yeah. shot on this. Yeah, and it's kind of the thing after you win the Super Bowl MVP, the MVPs of yeah. Super Bowl and stuff say they're going to Disney World and all that. Um, you know, but just the power of what his voice is and the whole Super Bowl as a whole. I mean, here's what's, what stinks. I mean, I don't like the 49ers because I'm a Packers fan and they demolished us in the playoffs. So yeah. like, I was not rooting for them. But I don't care who you are, unless you were a 49ers fan, the whole world felt like it was rooting for the Chiefs. They loved Andy Reid. They loved Patrick Mahomes. Like, like the owners of the Chiefs yes. people loved. So, like, it was literally. They were the underdog story this year. Yeah. yeah. Like, they were the ones to root for if you were, were didn't have a. Were people rooting for the 49ers, though, on account of they have the female coach? Well, the, the, yeah. Like, I, I mean, like there's a some, lot of people were, but there's, you know, supporting her in that way. Honestly, the biggest pull and draw is Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Andy Reid's been yeah. a coach for a long time, and is, he, is, he, is, he is widely sought after as the most inclusive, awesome, loving coach there is, most winningest coach without a Super Bowl until that point. And so people were rooting for him, and then Patrick Mahomes being the young superstar that's just blowing it up. But what was caught my eye the most about the entire deal. So Demi Lovato is the one who's saying the um, national, national anthem. anthem, in which everybody has widely, for the most part, I've to been told is loved the national anthem. We got a picture to put up because this was really crazy that now in the world of social media where stuff stays on there. Um, if you're watching, you can see it. If not, um, uh, I'll let Jenny read them off. But these are yeah. tweets. So this was from 2-7-2010 on Twitter. Team Demi, Demi Lovato tweeted out from her official account, one day I'm going to sing the national anthem at a Super Bowl. One day. Here we are exactly a decade later. And you think about all the twists and turns. Remember, she's had rehab since then. Oh, yeah. She's had uh, addiction since then. She's had wild successes. But then she's not been ever picked for the Super Bowl the nine years prior. Yeah. Right. And so so now we're seeing a decade later what she the words she put out. And some people will see, oh, yeah, Jenny. Well, you know, she's a singer. So, yeah, she put that out there and it happened to happen. No, like there is so much power in writing that down and not just writing it down, but having the confidence it to, everybody. to put it out to the public, yeah. to have the confidence to put it out to the public, I think is so. So there's that that tweet and our friend um, Joseph, who came on the show, he was probably you guys. It's a really a can't miss episode. I want to say it was like five or six episodes back. Anyway, he sent us this post because there's also a tweet from Patrick Mahomes. This was in 2013. He was in high school. He was in high school. He says, I bet it feels amazing to be the quarterback who says, I'm going to Disney World after winning the Super Bowl. And so he wasn't, and, you know, and he wasn't really saying, I'm going to do this, but you better believe he was putting it out there like, I bet that feels amazing. I would love oh, to feel that. Guarantee you he his head that. was him saying, I'm going to be that. Like he was putting it out there being the humble brag of like, I will be there. Like, I bet that feels amazing. Yeah. And then here he is just so early in his career. So, um, yeah, Heath and I both, uh, it struck us both, just the power of intention, really the power of knowing what you want. And, and I don't think that that comes easily for a lot of people. I think where a lot of people do get stuck is the not knowing what the thing is. So that's self-discovery on the front end because you can't achieve <clears throat> – a, a great thing until you know what the great thing is that you want to achieve. Once you achieve that, I mean, you, I've talked about this before, I, and I miss some weeks and, and, and don't, but I try to, as often as I can, write down the 10 things that I want to have, 10 things I want to have in my life, 
write them down. And then, you know, if people ask, what do you want? I'm like, they are right at the forefront. Like I know exactly what I want. Um, and it's not to um, go to Disneyland or play in the <laughs> Super Bowl or sing at the Super Bowl, but their own, you know, my own individual My thoughts. thing is those, when you think about it all, it's like it, it's the power of – a lot of people sit there and go, I don't know what I want, right? But yeah, so there, there's, hope, there's hope in the fact of this that you don't have to know all of the things you want. There's got to be one thing that you figure out you want and go, maybe that is not the – as big as being in the Super Bowl, but that's okay. Wouldn't you say that that at least having one thing out there, and I think when you start having that, and then you start getting more clarity around other stuff. See, yeah. I'm not the guy that sets out and does what I want five years from now, ten years from now, because I've watched so many changes happen for me. Mm -hmm. I'm really... And, and, and both of us do a lot because we do our vision boards annually where most people, it's like a vision board forever and that's it, where I believe there's there's fluidity in, in our life and how we evolve that... Fluidity, new vocab word, everybody. What? <laughs> there he goes. Keep but I going. think you can keep changing and you can evolve. And that's why I like, and, and there's nothing wrong with throwing out big things that may change either. But I will say that it is important to have something out there that you say, yeah. man, I want to kind of go. I mean, for me, um, in a, living in a trailer park when I was 19 years old, I saw a picture in a magazine of those huts over the most clearest blue water in the world. And I was living in a trailer park in Tyler, Texas. Yeah, I love this story. Um, and yeah. I cut that picture out. I didn't know where it was or anything. I just knew that I'm going to be in that hut one day. Um, fast forward seven, eight years later, not only it, I found out later because I kept that with me in my bed stand was it was Bora Bora. And so not only did we get to go to Bora Bora, but, but it was uh, for free. Mm -hmm. you know, the company paid for go. us to go. So, so like I got to go in those huts with my wife, just us for free. And I never would have dreamed, you know, I, back then that would have been seen as like a really, really big kind of dream when you're sitting there living in a trailer park yeah. with um, waiting tables, you know? Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I remember talking about that story, Jenny, whenever we did the vision board episode, because I think you told that same story. Heath, you weren't able to be on that one, but I, re I remember hearing that. And, um, yeah, I think this all speaks to a lot of what we spoke about on that episode, which was the idea of, um, you know, goal setting, but not just goal setting, but like this 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 vague notion of like, if you just say, I'd love to be in the Super Bowl one day, or I'd love to, I'd love for my life to be better, or I'd love for things to happen. I mean, that's great, but that's almost like saying, I'd love to go on vacation. I just, I'd love to go somewhere. You're not saying, I want to go here. I want to go to this exact place and I want to do this thing. And you're not like being so specific about it to where um, it, it could be anything. I mean, I certainly have fallen victim to that in my life where I'm thinking, yeah, I'd love for things to be better, but like I don't follow through with, well, what does that mean? Like, what am I talking about when I say I love for things to be better? What is my goal for things to be better? In, so in I will way? say yeah. with this list of 10, wait, I couldn't, I couldn't, now with the different room, I couldn't tell if you were done with your thoughts. No, 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 I'm done. Did yeah, I go just ahead. Interrupt? No, okay. you're fine. I'm like, I'm trying to hear. Um, with yeah, the list know. of 10, what I try to do is pick one of the 10 that I'm actively working on at this moment. The others, I'm just kind of getting more used to being okay with the fact that I want them. So I think that... Um, you know, like Heath referenced the, the trailer park. Some things just seem so out of reach compared to where you are now. And for me, writing it down makes me feel more comfortable with wanting to achieve those things or have those things as a part of my life or a part of my experience. So, like, one of the things on there is I want to work four days a week. 
a few years ago, I would just I wouldn't have never I would have never said that out loud because I would have been like, well, who do you think you are yeah. that you could work, you know, four tens or four days a week or whatever? Like you would never bring that up at a TV station. You'd be like, oh, I'm, I'd be too scared. I, I'm right. not going to get the job. But the more that I write da that down and think, no, like it's so perfect for our schedule and the way Heath and I align and the way Brighton's schedule is, I continue to say that, and I I think that it just makes me more excited about that being a part of my life. So for some people that won't make any, like that doesn't relate to them, but whatever the thing is that you want. And I would say that really at the end of the day, you've got to have something you're shooting for. When you don't have anything you're shooting for and let it be big. I mean, to heck with these little, like what you think's in the grasp, mm -hmm. like put it out there that's big and then put it out there for people to know so that you've got a little bit of ump behind it. So you stick with it to try to put something out to get to that goal that you want to be intentional about. We'll be back in a minute on the second segment of Second Shot. He makes up words, she translates them. Heath and Jenny host more of Second Shot, coming up on RNCN. Quick break to tell you about, gosh, a company that has saved us in so many different ways. You've heard us talk about myllc.com. So this is the space that we've gone to when we are setting up LLCs. They also set up corporations. And, and what they do is they make sure that all the legal stuff is checked off, and they also make sure that it's sent to you in the most succinct, efficient way. So that's one thing. The other thing that you get is, you know, I'm somebody that I was really new to business. I did not study business. This is uh, really a new part of my experience. So I was able to, you know, get them on the phone and have them explain what we were doing and what we were walking through. So they have actually made a really generous offer for our listeners. You're going to get $99 off the formation of a new LLC. So if you are starting a big business or a corporation, this works. Also, if you're somebody who's doing kind of a side hustle, it is you got to protect that that money in that business and put it in something separate and create an LLC for it. So the code is 99myLLC, or you can go to myllc.com slash second shot and then go through and that will give you the opportunity to save $99 off the formation of an LLC or a corporation. You guys know we wouldn't have anybody on here if we didn't believe in them a billion percent and if we hadn't used them ourselves over and over and over again. So again, myllc.com slash second shot or use the code 99myllc. Ready, aim, fire. Second Shot is back for another round on RNCN. Look at me dropping hot dimes down, knowing the real cues in the world. Yeah, in the new studio, we have it's a different setup, so we're not able to time out our show as well. So Heath was like making up his own things. He's like, okay, if I do, if I do this, well, if you're watching the video version, you can see two minutes. That means two minutes. I'm like, that's actually how it works in I love real it. TV, too. We this. are a professional <laughs> operation. I already knew this. I channeled my but inner babe, one. What about this one? Wrap it up. You wrap it up. Yeah. We, which we never do in time. No, yeah. we never do. And one, and one that I will never show you is this one. You're never going to see this, <laughs> which means to stretch. What is that? I think oh. we have to stretch. I've never had to have anybody give me the stretch. I've only ever gotten a rap that's so unfamiliar. You're right. That's why I said I can't be doing these news shows with all these people. I need to just, you know, have this unlimited space, which is the beauty of a of a podcast or a vodcast, as we're now Vodcast? doing on is that what Facebook. We call it now? Yeah, I, I think so. Oh. 
the, so, the, this is going to be basically a Super Bowl episode because yeah. there's so many cool storylines and stuff from it. Shout out to the Hunt family, by the way, yeah. um, which, you know, many members of the family um, live in Dallas, have deep roots in Dallas. I've been, been involved with a couple of the wives on various occasions at um, charitable events. Just like just the name dropping over here. No, no, but the heart of this family. Oh, We're no. doing the Super Bowl wow. episode. Okay. Tripping over all these Bad names. Head gum. Poor you. <laughs> As I was saying, um, they give the most epic Christmas cards. They give the most. Oh well, now we're really going to name drop. Um, they do give the most epic Christmas cards. I'm sending out like these 25 cent from Costco cards, and theirs come like in uh, cardboard, full on family photo shoot really? from some like, tropical like it destination. Like six different oh my gosh, that's amazing. They're impressive. And they get the real ones that don't like the ones that I get have like Shutterfly on the bottom because it's like I'm you know <laughs> too cheap to pay for the non you know stamped ones yeah. this they've hired this a they've hired yeah, yeah they've actually hired a printer otherwise i would try to it. figure out where they're getting them made so anyway congrats to the hunt family and more super bowl talk shakiro and shakiro shakiro <laughs> oh that's the new name combo for shakira and j-lo oh i like it shakiro so shakira and j-lo got a sales bump from the super bowl so here's the question for you how much you saw that remarkable show all the dancing i know some people didn't think it was remarkable a lot of all the dancing, a lot of stuff was happening. How much did they get paid to do it? And the answer is this. Nothing. They didn't get a dime. I didn't know that. I, I didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that whenever yeah. y'all said that earlier. So why do they do it? For the exposure. And it, it, it now, now, would you think that J-Lo and Shakira needed more exposure? Would Certainly we not. I mean, yeah, most, of the, most of the, uh, the acts that you see there, I mean, they're all like very, very well-known yeah. acts that are... But either, this just that go, are late in their career, usually. This just goes to prove, though, at how massive the Super Bowl still is. About what you're about to say next. Yes, before Sunday was even over, the collective songs of Shakira and Jennifer Lopez saw a sales increase of almost nine hundred percent. So that's for all their songs, not just the ones they performed at the game. Shakira had the edge with a nine hundred fifty-seven percent increase. J Lo's music sales jumped eight hundred percent. Now Shakira has been way more low-key, um, at least in American in America. Media. She's been everywhere else. Though. She's yeah. she's huge everywhere. But I mean, in our in our pop culture scene, J Lo is already more prominent, so I can see where Shakira would have more of the edge. But you guys, nine hundred fifty-seven percent increase. J Lo's music, eight hundred percent. That is insane, and that is why you do it for the exposure. Yeah, I'm, sometimes I mean, it, it never would have thought that it would be like that. They would need much exposure, which they don't. But it's like just how massive that platform is, and that to have that kind of uh, increase. But my second shot on what it made me think of was it has nothing to do with them. Or anything else with that besides the point of sales in there. Because I have, I've had a lot of these conversations lately with people that there's a lot around um, at sales, right? Like I've had a lot of people ask me different things in sales. And there's a lot of people always been uncomfortable with selling, right? However, every day in our all-day life, we sell. Everybody. But they're very uncomfortable with sales. Okay. Um, and, and when they need things to get moved. A lot of times people have issues with trying to get clients to move through processes, right? They, don't, they won't consider that sales, right? They're just getting their clients to move through process or maybe getting their spouse to commit to something, to get something on a calendar, sure. doing all these things, right? And I had recently this one main tip I, that this made me think was just sales, right? Just okay. sales in general was uh, being um, like one of the key things with sales is not giving open-ended 
discussions with people. So if you're trying to get things moved along with clients, um, just that are you're hiring for different freelance stuff, or maybe you are um, trying to get with your um, wife to um, commit to this day to hang out, with get you. a babysitter and Not hang out or something, happen. right? Like like all of these things. There's one little thing, and it is being intentional with specific dates and times with no outs. And, and you have to do that to move people along. Some people are scared to do that because they think they're being salesy. But, but here's, here's the reality. Okay. Matt, have you ever had something where you had to purchase? And I'm asking you because you're a guy, which I, I guarantee you don't do lots of shopping like I don't. Sure, yeah. But if you were shopping, it's probably because your wife said you need a white button-up shirt for some event and you don't have one. So you're going to go into a store specifically for a white button-up shirt and walk out, correct? Exactly, yeah. I've okay. had that happen multiple times. So you, <laughs> so you walk, I don't plan very well. You walk into that store to get that white button-up shirt, and Aheath Oak says, Hey, how are you doing, sir? Can I help you today? What do you say? Well, what, what would I normally say is, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm just, just looking. looking. I'm okay. just looking. <laughs> so, so then you, wa- you so, are so, actually looking for something. Even, right, yeah, yeah, so, exactly. so, so you're wasting 15 minutes yeah. looking when he could have literally walked you right to a spot, saved you, 15 minutes of your life. Understand that analogy is why you have to move people forward in any processes, whether it's a spouse or anything, because it's not intentional. It is a habit. People don't, even people wanting to buy something don't want to be sold. And so you have to be intentional. The most simplest move of intentional of of the next steps. So with Matt in that instance is getting people out of their habits. Most everybody has a natural reaction habit of, defending backing out so if i was the salesperson when um, matt walked in there and he said no i'm just looking i'd be like oh i have something free to give you that would make you stop and go what i go no i'm just kidding but if you do you really have something that you are you looking for (laughs) right just to kind of open up just to kind of because in my mind and and like yes literally i do this at every store i've ever been in yes i go in i'm i have something specific in mind that i want to get someone will literally come to me and say hey are you looking for anything specific and i'll say no i'm not um, I, and I don't know if it's part just because, like, I think I know where I can find it, and I'll just go and get it, and I don't want to mess with people. But you're right. Like, no, it's our have, habit. We don't want to be sold even if we're buying. Right. Yeah. You have to. You have to do something to break me out of. And so, as soon as I make step. a, make, so yeah. most people just say, "Okay, let me know if you need anything." Okay. So if you make one rebuttal to get them out of that habit loop, then they're opening up for it. So when you're in stuff of being intentional with things. If you've got a client that, that you're doing stuff, you don't send them an email with, hey, you know, let me know some dates that'll work oh, for me yeah, to come meet with you. Me you have to go, yeah. I have this Tuesday at 9 a.m. available. Let's make, can we make that work? <gasps> Babe, I've been doing this and not knowing it. And you got to do it. A lot of people don't. A lot no, of people. No, but I've been doing yeah. it in the right way. Perfect. A lot of people don't. And I think that's what a lot of people, I wanted them to understand the analogy that people don't think that it's a salesy thing, you know, but like if your husband, if, y'all, if, you, if, you, if you've been trying to get your husband to get something done, you've got to be specific on here's this t- date and time. We got to be more specific with dates and times to get people to move yeah. through. And, and what we think is not a sales process is everything is sales. And, and that's like something that's hit me lately a lot with a lot okay. of people asking things. And a lot of people will send me stuff with these open-ended of whatever. And, of course, I find myself never responding to it or not giving it back. You've got to be intentional. you got to break the habit loop. Understand if you're trying to get anything done, you got to do that. We so are canceling the let me know when. Because yes. yeah. they'll never let you know when. And I will say with the Clean Beauty Workshops, just because of 
time constrictions, I've actually been doing that. I'll say, if somebody says, hey, I'd love to do one of those, you've been talking about those clean beauty workshops, I'd love to do one in the next few months, then I'll say, so tell me if this is how, like, the right way to do it. Then I'll say, great, I have next Thursday at 7 p.m., I have the following Saturday at 9 a.m., and the Sunday after that at 11 a.m., which one would you like? I'm even more so of just giving them one. Okay. Instead of multiple, because it, it that still makes it to where yeah. people go, well, let me go back and see which one. But if you're like, Thursday at 7, and if they come back and say, and or do anything, like if that doesn't work, you can say, I, you know, if they come back with something else, and you can ask, like, does that date and time not work? Is that the issue? And if they say yes, say I have this other date, and I give one at yeah. a time to keep people specific on point on an issue and situation. And I think that we got to do that. And I think that we got to realize to make things happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To get people to move forward and make happen and understand it's not being salesy. It is what we need. It is what people need to happen because you and everybody else in here have went to go buy something and told somebody you're just looking and wasted 15 minutes of your life. Whatever. Yes. Yeah. I, I, it's for me, it's about making it easier for the other person involved. Like that's I, for me, that's part of sales, like a good salesperson makes it easier for me. So in that scenario where I'm going to buy a white shirt, if I were to say, yeah, I'm looking for a white shirt and they just directed me over to a hundred white shirts, I don't know which one I'm going to pick. Like For sure. But, but, you, said, but you don't give that excuse because you don't even know if they would or not because you always say, might, I'm just looking. Right, exactly. <laughs> Maybe I'll just go find them yeah. and I'll find a bunch and yeah. I don't know what to pick. But if it's like, okay, here's your size. We've got two of them in your size and we've got one that's this style and one that's this style. Which one do you want? I've always said that about, that's what drives me crazy about going to someplace like Ikea where there's a million plates everywhere and I'm like man if somebody could just come to me and, and I could just say I'm looking for a dinner plate that's about this big and has this design on it and they could say great here's two of them which one do you want and yeah. like that that kind of stuff um, and you're right Heath about the scheduling thing I run into that here quite a lot where people will say send me all your dates for March and I'm like you got to be kidding me yeah like tell me what works for you and then we'll, we'll go we'll we'll figure it out but and when you leaving it so open-ended yeah you can't yeah. Everything that we do in life and everything that we're doing nowadays, y'all can't be open-ended with stuff. That That's the number one goal. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. Got to be intentional, yeah. directed to it. Sometimes every one of you are in sales at some point where you're trying to sell your kid, your spouse, your coworkers. <laughs> Move it through the process by being intentional and being, here it is, give the direct facts. We'll be back in the third segment of Second Shot. That's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Heath and Jenny still to come. Really quick break to invite you to my safe swaps group. So I have been on a journey for the last year or so trying to discover safe swaps specifically for skincare and makeup, but we're talking about everything. Uh, aluminum-free deodorant, healthier pans for your cooking, cleaning products, things like that. So if you have been looking to make a shift health-wise and, you know, really start off 2020 on a different step for you and your family, that is what's going down in the Safe Swaps group, and I'm inviting you to join us. So the group is facebook.com slash groups 
slash safe swaps. You'll be asked a couple of questions, you know, in terms of why would you want to join and, and what you're hoping to learn. And then I will connect with you with my master list. I have made a master list of the safe swaps for skincare, makeup, home products, baby products, things that are non-toxic, things that contain certified organic ingredients, things that are made in the USA, all the goodness, all the wellness, it is there. So I hope to see you again. It's facebook.com slash groups slash safe swaps. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. Boom, boom, boom. The shaming has been working. New studio. <laughs> old music and the shaming is somehow it does that's the only time that it we does. get reviews is when heath goes in with a big shame so thank you well and, sh and then the the other review we just got is from matt's incredible shaming that made it exactly put, because see matt wanted to make sure his shaming worked so he made them put a tagline in to prove that it was from him so i'll put a little tracking beacon yeah. on this one yeah so on two episodes or so back matt was like um when you make your stuff you got to put in there matt is great so we know you you're listening <laughs> to me and so zona shome Said, second shot is great. Always leaves me with something to think about. A wide range of topics. Something for everyone. Matt is great. I love it. Matt is great. I love it. That's good. So, so yours did work. Um, yeah. Or, or, I mean, she could have just been saying that. Like, I, I, I'm just assuming that the, yeah. someone okay. could have just been saying that. What is that stretching sign? <laughs> Unlikely. Is that yeah. Wrong. Right word. Wrong usage. It's like, look, yes. Matt, just own that you got it. Hey, look, I'm, not I'm happy either way. <laughs> oh, man. And then, you guys, we've been getting so many great emails. When we get one that really touches us, we like to highlight it on the show and just encourage you because, really, we're just putting this stuff out there. The only way that we know if this is valuable to you, if it's resonating, if it's at least fun or entertaining is if you let us know or if you have a suggestion uh complaint whatever it's second shot cast at gmail.com second is spelled out second shot cast at gmail.com and we got an email from shelly and i actually follow shelly on instagram i love her page and she says hey jenny and heath true confession time last year i discovered your podcast it was entertaining for me gave me a little nostalgic hug there was something about it that reminded me of kid credit show which is such oh, an honor because that's, yeah, that's we big. Wow, that's yeah. huge love yeah. that show yeah. and you guys know we've got an episode with kelly raspberry by the way and with um kid's daughter caroline yeah and people love that show she says i'm a native girl from mckinney grew up listening to his show and your episodes gave me the warm and fuzzy feeling um, when you had caroline craddock on made it feel super special she says i just listened to she escaped a polygamous cult episode mm. which was the sit down she said great content i love how empathetic you can be and i had the chills so um then she goes on she said something's been kind of tugging at her to reach out and we get a lot of pitches for the show for different kind of topics so she sent some information about her business so it might be something for us to kind of yeah. look at cool. as a you know down the road wherever this evolves but thank you Shelly for sending that in and just for really the nice detailed email and, and honestly, a lot to us yeah and the thing is we need the ratings and reviews and shares like we're we're hitting a plateau there and it's like where, where, where do y'all want us to go give us some feedback the second shot cast at gmail.com go to the Facebook second shot group let us know, you know, give us your thoughts and share it with your friends and family more. We're, we're looking for a big push. We're hoping that um, we're hopefully we're going to see something in the next two months or so where we got some stuff in store we're working on um, to try to do some things and kind of create a, a pretty cool little um, giveaways and stuff. So we're going to be doing that pretty soon. But, you know, share it with us and let us know. And yeah. I'm shaming you if you haven't left your rating <laughs> and review. And put Matt is great and we'll know you talked about <laughs> Babe, this. Babe, you look really good in the Please new do. set. Thanks more. It really that. suits yeah. you. 
<laughs> he looks hot. Oh, thanks, man. I like it. Yeah, look at that close-up yeah. shot if you're watching on the video. <laughs> Looks so I've been good. watching for Rex in the background. I know, I know. We, we, I was saying we need to do a traffic report yeah, exactly. from our new thing. We've got like the full That's setup perfect. overlooking over six thirty-five. Um, something else I wanted to highlight. I'm wearing this shirt today that was sent to me by. If you're watching, you can see it says "Your love is heroic." Heroic. So this February is the month of love. This is from a group called Unlikely Heroes, and I've done some uh, charitable collaborations with them um, and have, have highlighted them on social media in the past. This is a remarkable organization. And I think sometimes people really are looking for a group that they connect with to give back. Like they want to give back, they want to help, they want to connect. So um, I thought it would be nice to be able to highlight them because they are doing a big push this month. Some facts about Unlikely Heroes. Since 2011, they've recovered more than 500 kids um, and they've educated more than 80,000 people about human trafficking. So that's their mission. Wow. Their mission is rescuing people from the throes of human trafficking. And here's the thing. If you think it doesn't happen here, you're crazy. And I, yeah, and I don't know where you live, but wherever here is for you, it is happening. It is in America. This is not an international problem. And I think people are starting to become more aware of this. Yeah. It was maybe five or six years ago that I started as a journalist hearing more of that and, and, and being able to kind of, and I'd pitched this story to news directors years ago and they were like, eh, that's a little obscure for our town. It, it, it's not especially in Dallas, you guys. And I know a lot of people are listening from Dallas, so... What they do is they provide aftercare services to survivors of human trafficking in all 50 states. They op uh, operate restoration homes for kids around the world, and they care for more than 100 children with safe housing, education, medical care, trauma, therapy, um, and just, and love. Like, that's the thing. That's the, I mean, we could go in, th that probably needs to be an episode that we do at some point is to talk about human trafficking and the reality and, and, and who's vulnerable, because the truth is it's all of our children that are vulnerable to this. So if you want more information about the Love is Heroic campaign um, with Unlikely Heroes, you can text TOGETHER to 44999. That gives a donation of $30 and that will bring freedom to five kids. Wow. So I just kind of wanted to explain that mission, that effort. I'm gonna be posting about it on social media as well. Um, but Thank you guys for um, you know just being open to the idea of supporting them. And also, just make sure and, and help us out. And look, if you're with the with myllc.com, you can use um, you can go to myllc.com/secondshot and put your info if you need an LLC. They do S corps and C corps for your side hustles, your real estate, or any of those things. It's super simple, and you're going to get ninety nine dollars off when you go to it. Support our sponsors because if you support our sponsors, we get to keep the sponsors, keep the show on air, and do all right. Those great well, things. I know that's the only reason we're able yeah, to yeah. pay for this studio. This is a, I don't think people realize this is a self funded, self produced, yeah. self, you know, all of it, you know, with, with Matt and Zach and, and Heath and I in terms of like paying for this and getting it out there. So we hope you guys are, um, yeah. And Energy Ogre Man, too. Second Coach shot. Second Shot gives you Crazy a deal on that, too. It. Yeah. So for a question of the week, we talked about off the top of the show what had happened within seven years for Patrick Mahomes, what had happened in 10 years with Demi Lovato, things that they both put out on Twitter, which was the you know their public platform of choice. So our question for you is one thing, what is one thing you want to have happen in the next 10 years? What is one thing mm -hmm. you want to have happen in the next 10 years? I have a I have one that it's probably would be my first, but it's probably best that I don't express that out on this here. But I'm gonna say <laughs> maybe one. he'll say it like a little bit later. Yeah, my my Secret. other, but I will say that 
I would love to get honed in on the next 10 years on my hobby side. Okay. Of a, like, really, look, I, I need to make the move and get into some kind of kart racing, something that I, because I have passions for that stuff. It's fun, and I need that hobby. I've, I've, I've dropped my hobbies. I haven't had any recently, and I'm, I think I'm missing that. So I yeah. need to make sure I have that more passion that, whether it's getting back into flying or, or anything else. So I don't know. That's, that's what I'm going to say. That's a good one. I like that for you. That is a good one. What about um, you, Matt? How are you doing on your 53 lunches? 52 lunches. <laughs> you had that. It. You started off. Zero, yeah. No, you did one the I did first one. week. No, you're right. I did one. I did one the first week. I haven't had another one since. Um, <laughs> so, no, I'm, I'm doing poorly, I guess I would, I would say on that. Um, let's see. In the next 10 years, you know, it's hard for me to break out of the – I like what you said, Heath, about hobbies, you know, because that's something – everybody, when you say, what do you want to happen in the next 10 years, you, you always think about career. You always things. think about career. Um, and so it might be something like that, although for me – this this job producing podcasts and making shows of my own um, is is a little like both, and so I yeah. think for me I would really like to finally crack the code on having a, a truly what I feel like is a truly financially successful show. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and not that not that this show is not successful, but it's also like it's it's. It's yeah, we got funded. no. We've got right. a long road ahead of us for it to be um, what we want it to be. But yeah, I would like to. I would like to. To you know, we've we've kind of been around it and, and had bits of success here and there. And um, for me, it's it's finally figuring out that one thing that's a, that that's going to put me or put us over the top. And I would I would really like to see that happen. Hopefully before in ten years, but um, yeah. that's what yeah. I, that's what I'm kind of working towards. I think. And cool. I like that kind goals. of honing that new profession, you guys, because because it's Matt's new. been in media for so long that, yeah. that the the techniques, the way that you get audiences in radio, for example, or TV, it's different than podcast audiences. It's so completely different. Like and that. if I if I can, like the one thing that I tell people whenever they come here to do this, because I I work with other people other than Second Shot, unfortunately, uh, or fortunately. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the one thing I tell them is it's not the same as starting a show on a, on a on a. Channel. Channel. It's like starting your own station from scratch, and so uh, all of the things that are that are trying to find an audience are completely different. So yeah, it's um, it is a new medium. It's a young medium. It feels old, but it's it's really relatively young, and so there's a lot of room for us to figure that out as we go along. For sure, I love it. Mine is to be on a top-rated national TV show. I don't ask for much as usual, <laughs> but I love it. Ask big, go big. Yeah, yeah, that's um. That's it. I also want to have a sauna and a private chef. Okay. Because, you know, I have to break the rules. And I can't just well, do one thing. I want a private thing. jet. He wants a private jet. I want a private chef. I just, one of them is a little more attainable. <laughs> no. But from here, but 10 years is a long ways away. So I yeah. guess just my encouragement to you guys is to think of the one, the one thing that's, it's almost like paying down credit card debt in my mind, getting successes. Like what's your list of 10 things? What's the thing you can tackle and do right now? Like, what's the thing that you could think just to build that confidence and build that success and be like, boom, boom, check, check. I got something I wanted and and to keep going with that confidence. Where can they find you? JennyAndChondo.com. If you want to be in the Safe Swaps group, Facebook.com slash groups slash Safe Swaps. And the Second Shot group. We want to hear from you. Facebook.com slash groups slash Second Shot. You can find me, Matt Stoker, one on Instagram. Also, Matt is great in the comment section of the reviews. You can <laughs> yes. find me there. Uh, you can also find me trying as best as I can to pop in on the premiere of this video 
on, I think we're trying for Monday nights, Monday, Tuesday-ish nights. Yes, if you're in the second Monday group, nights, 8 o'clock You should be alerted to it. Uh, but I try to come on and watch the show with you guys and comment along. Ed Heath Oaks at Ignorance on Fire, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, Instagram's where I'm, I'm probably the most uh, kind of in tune at it and the facebook.com slash second shot. And we love you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.